Oh. Southwest, Southwest, look. I eat beats, watch me dining, shining. I illuminate the rooms that I'm in, timing. Loki ain't more crucial than alignment. That's why the flow is intertwined with both, and I'm defiling. Every beat I'm on, even though I know it's wrong. To treat rappers like a napkin after I pissed on commodes. Then I wipe us on the toilet, can't decipher if you know. That my life is tied to giving hoodlums life despite the hoes. That their sights are fixed upon and give them pipe out of control. Oh, but the pipe for this all day um i can't i can't i'm just i'm just looking forward to what we're gonna talk about because there's so many things like so like so many things that we know i mean even just about each other about um just about stuff 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 that we're, we're sort of connected to that i feel like you know i don't know it's, it's gonna be interesting so i'm looking forward to it so how you feeling you feeling good yeah, I'm, I'm excited and nervous at the same time. I mean, like, this is the first time I ever did something like this. And I'm just yeah. getting nervous talking to people. So it's your first first time on a podcast? Yes. All right. That's dope. That's dope. I'm glad I could, uh, I'm glad I could be the space for that. Yeah. So, um, so that was the pre-pod. I'm going to do the intro now. Um, we'll probably, you know, edit some of that in as is or whatever. But I got to do the intro. So we're about to intro the pod right now. You ready? Yeah. Okay. What's good, podcast people? It's your friendly neighborhood, Mulatto, Remy Mulatto, and this is the Mulatto Perspective, and today I'm sitting down with Susan. What's good, Susan? Everything. Life is good. Like, just adjusting to all this, and I'm feeling good about it. That's good. It's, it's, it's good, I think, to, to, to be focused on the positive amidst the chaos that we find ourselves in these days. Like, who knew? Who knew it was going to be like this? If anybody knew, like, I don't even think, like, we could have possibly prepared for this, like, mm. it's been a whirlwind to say please, yeah. like, and it's been quite the adjustment, but, you know, like, throughout all this, you know, I would hope a lot of people are finding themselves, because, like, that's, that's the road that I'm on, you know, and it's got, been pretty, pretty eventful. And you gotta find something this year, I mean... <laughs> Like, like, life itself was sort of trying to just trap us and put us in a spot where, you know, we're supposed to be uncomfortable. And sometimes you find yourself in discomfort, you know? Sometimes that's where you at. Mm-hmm. And, and the like, great thing that I've learned about that is like, getting uncomfortable is the best way to grow. You start breaking those molds and shells that you always like, 
just like keep you tied down to these mindsets and yeah. behaviors that aren't necessarily healthy. Yeah, and, and you didn't choose that necessarily. You don't choose where you start. You don't choose the experience that you go through. So then when you look up at the end of the day, and you're like, yo, who am I? I'm what, I'm what the world that I came from created. Who do I actually want to be? You know? And I think a lot of people are getting to that space these days. I know I am. 2020 was a wild year. <laughs> I didn't have a podcast in 2019. You understand? I, I mean, I had one, but I wasn't confident and I didn't feel, I didn't know where it was going. And yeah. now, like this year, I have a 2020 vision. You understand? <laughs> because, like, we've, we've had that time to just sit with ourselves, like, and really evaluate what is what is hindering us, what is helping us, what do we want to move towards, like, and it, like, opened my eyes, like. Yeah. So let's talk about you. What, what did you, what do you feel like you gained out of 2020? A lot of self-perspective. Like, I took 2020, like, the beginning of it, you know, I was kind of angry and, like, just, like, upset and, like, what the hell. And then mid-2020, I was like, you know what? There is something that I can do for myself in the midst of all this. And then come the end of 2020, it was like, I felt like I was, like, in the middle of a rebirth. And it felt good because I was able to take that, those like moments of looking inward and like change my mindset. And this like changing the narrative, like of the whole 2020, yes, it was shit. 2020 was shit, like there's no doubt about it. For sure. But in the midst of all that, it's like, I found a space to be better to myself and for myself. So like as bad as it was, like I, I managed to, for the most part, find something good within me to help me be more forward thinking. Yeah. You know, and it's like having those uh, negative views and things that just used to hold me back so much, just letting that go, just taking that time. Because I mean, hell, we couldn't go anywhere. Like, you had to be there with yourself. With yourself. Yeah, so you better get to like yourself, goddammit. <laughs> You're gonna have a rough time in 2020. <laughs> or or alternatively, you know, uh, depending on your living situation, you might also just have to figure out what you've, what you've added to your life. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be like spouse, kids, house, whatever situation that you've developed for yourself, are you, are you good in that space? And 2020 was, you know, tested it, tested it to no end. It was, and I think that's like one of the biggest things I've learned. Like just, cause like, I like to be out. I like to travel. I like, so this, woo, 2020 was like, you can't go anywhere. So you gotta make where you at, like the best for you. And right. so like- You better be where you yeah. at, where you wanna be. Right, <laughs> it's like just looking around, I was like, okay, this is home. Let me make this home. Yeah. Let me love where I am at because this is where I have to be. <laughs> And, and I think that's what's dope about 2020 is like the clear vision year. Ultimately, if you do find yourself in a place that you don't want to be, 2020 is shining the light on all of that shit. 2020 is like, look at what you got around you. And this is this is what you have. Should, should everything fall apart, this is your life. Yeah. Is this the life you want? No? Then get your ass out there and get it, nigga. Like, yeah. Exactly. 
2020 vision. Yeah. What a year. Oh, man. That is too true right there, man. All right, well, I appreciate having you on the podcast. This is really dope. I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> um, so, so one thing I do just want to throw out there, I'm, I'm, I don't know if you've, you follow any of my social media. Um, from what I've followed of yours, I don't recall hearing you speak before. So this for me, like I've seen a lot of you. I've seen, I've seen, yeah. uh, I've seen you like with your kids. I've seen you with your husband. So I've seen you. So I don't, I know what you look like, but this is the first time I'm hearing what you sound like. And it's it's a little different. It's a little different from what I expected. Not saying that, not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just different. Because yeah. I think of you're you're from uh, North Carolina, or South Carolina. South. So I automatically think like South Carolina is the only what was it the only Southern state with South in the name. You understand? Like, like so when I think of South Carolina, I'm like, yo, that shit is Southern. Yo, that's the South. That's the South. So when you got on here and didn't hit me with no South, I was like, yo. I don't know nothing about her. I need to. I don't know nothing. Where the South at? But I love it though. It's I appreciate it because that all it does is is reveal my ignorance. I don't know shit about South Carolina, obviously. <laughs> That's too funny though. But because you know, just talking about your husband, he a little country. He got a little um, bit of that country. Yeah, he got a little country. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so. So do I do I sound anything like you? Would you expect that? I can't imagine when it was you heard me versus when you might have saw me because I don't know how far far back you know of me. I'm trying to think like like what I'm hearing and seeing like it all meshes well like yeah yeah. That's- you want you want to hear something wild? People who don't know me they think that I date white women. Mm-hmm. Is that something you would have thought like yo this dude definitely dates white girls? Before I knew anything, I think I did. I think that's what I assumed. Yeah. yeah I think more so because I was with Oscar that it made me think that even yes. more. Yes. Yeah. I was like, well, he, he's friends with Oscar, so he must be in that realm of, you know, dating white women as well. But then, you know, I do follow your socials. So it's like, I've seen you in your relationship. Now I know better. Well, I've been knew better, but. Yeah, it's just it's just wild to kind of first like you know how when you meet somebody you get a first impression right mm-hmm. but when you haven't even met a motherfucker what's the impression it's the this the zeroth impression like it's no impression nigga it's nothing it's nothing you just so, making all the you had like yeah you just you just taking all the bullshit you learned and and putting together some shit like and you doing it wrong like you don't you don't know. So yeah, so so that's what's dope about us doing this podcast. You're all the way in Oregon, I'm yep. all the way in Florida. Like, who knows when we'd even have an opportunity to meet, but we're able to meet for the sake of the podcast because, you know, we're going to have a dope conversation. Yes, technology is awesome. Yo, shout, shout out to your husband for, for hitting me up about this. I thought that was dope. He said you might be interested in doing a podcast yourself. I definitely recommend it. It's so therapeutic. Even if you don't, even if you, like, don't do it, uh, for the idea of, of it becoming something, sitting mm-hmm. here and having open conversations with various people or however you decide to do it, even if it's just with yourself, it's fucking therapy. Like that's all psych- psychology <laughs> is. Therapy is I think it is because it's like, I don't know how many times it's like, you just want to sit there and just speak out. Yeah. It's like, 
I, like I don't, I don't have a direction with this. I just have thoughts that I just want to say. Yeah. Whether you receive them or not, it's out there. I feel better letting it out. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. That I think that's one thing that you and I connect on is I see, I've seen your appreciation for social media. You embrace it. And that's what social media is, or at least is what what it what it you know is supposed to be or could be for you is yeah. a, a source of expression, and it's not necessarily about who, who accesses the information. You're just glad that you got to put it out. You got to put something out there that was you, and it's it's like a release. It's, it's therapeutic. You know what I mean? There's a reason that social media becomes addictive sometimes because anything therapeutic is basically addictive. I 100% agree with that. Like. Cause like, I don't know, like so many times, like we'll sit out and we're talking and we're just like having all these conversations about like, you know, alternate universes and aliens and just like all this life. And it feels good. And it's like, yeah, I can talk about this for hours. Like we need somebody else to weigh in on this just to have other people's opinions. Yeah. It's like, or thoughts, you know? Yeah. Because there's always so much you want to express. And it's like, Oscar and I, we talk to each other every night. It's like, I just want to talk to somebody else real quick, <laughs> you know? <laughs> just that community and communication and just everybody weighing in and different perspectives and stuff like that. It's a beautiful thing and I love yeah. it. It is dope. And, and podcasting, I think is like, uh, sort of the next or, or in a sense, another iteration of, of that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like, for me at least, having a podcast is like my account to the world. So when people look back on what I've done and they might see all of my social media or whatever, but what was he talking about? And this mm-hmm. is it. This is the source. Like, this is where you can find out how, how my, my brain works. It's, it's, a, it's a really good way for somebody who wants to get access to what's in here to get access because yeah. I've offered it. I've, I've offered it the way that, that it is. And, uh, and I think I think I, I think everybody should have a podcast. <laughs> I think I a, a, anybody who wants to talk should do a podcast. You know, I know it's just like it, it helps so much. Like yeah. I don't know, like it 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 opens my mind like to a lot of different things just to like express all those ideas that we have that could be labeled as oh you talking crazy and yeah. stuff like that. It's like man, whatever. I'm gonna express myself. I'm gonna get these thoughts out and just have that sense of release yeah. of mine like it like social media could be considered the new therapy i mean like we don't a lot of us can't even afford fucking therapy <laughs> or if we can we we spend all that money on it and it don't fucking work no way so if you can go ahead and get your shit off on social media it's i mean nobody really looks at how therapeutic or how much like therapy the idea of a social media website can be for somebody it can be and it's sad because like a lot of like a lot of people turn social media into their like don't believe us on social media is just for the hype and all this stuff like that and it i think it could devalue somebody who is like no this is therapy for me it's like you're trying to invalidate my my need to express something by just saying oh that's for the fakeness you know everybody what do it for cap i don't really know whatever So I, I do want to ask you, I have a, a question, not like I said, I don't know nothing about South Carolina. <laughs> um, and and to go further, f- to go further, I definitely don't know anything about, I don't know anything about Oregon. I don't know anything about um, black people 
from South Carolina. I know a little bit about what white people from South Carolina because I know Oscar. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. That's all I know is him. Like to me, I can go to South Carolina and every white dude could, could be him. And I'd be like, oh yeah, this is what I thought it was. This is this is how this place is. <laughs> Cause that's my only access to that place thus far. So you're like my second uh, access to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but this is more a question about you. Do you uh, do you partake at all? Oh yeah. You partake. Um, okay. <laughs> so so to further that, how how dope is it to be living in like probably the freest state in America when it comes to partaking of really really anything? I don't. I don't what's legal over there now? <laughs> I think they just like legalize some level of meth, I'm not sure. I feel like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The only state to do it. Nobody else was even talking about it. Nobody was like, yo, we need need meth to be a thing. We've been talking about weed for 10, 20 years. You know what I'm saying? Trying to legalize that. Oregon was like, yo, we got meth. We got heroin. We got all the hard shit. Just come through. Nobody even was talking about it. What? Like, that's like that's like being in a circle, you know what I'm saying, having a conversation. We sitting here talking about the good old days, talking about high school, like, oh man, you know, I dated this one girl and another guy, like, oh man, I thought she was cute. And then somebody just jump in, yo, I lost my virginity to that hoe. Why are you here? Get out of here, dog. Get out of here. We're not talking about that shit. Oregon went so hard. <laughs> so it's been nice. So it's been- so so you're not you're not sure what what what's legal up there? I just know what I like is legal. What you like is legal. That's, that's yes. as it should be. <laughs> that other shit ain't none of my business. <laughs> I got nothing to do with that. I know where my level is at, and that's yeah. where I'm happy. That's dope. <laughs> it's, it's it's like I said so many times. Like it's mind blowing just to have that type of access to like just physically walk into a store and be like yes. Give me that, that, and that. Yeah. And I can go home and not have to worry about anything except enjoying your product. Right. And it's, um, it's I think, very, yeah. I think, I think that's something we as millennials, like our generation, has gotten right is the idea of having access to more. You know yes. what I mean? And I feel like social media, like I said, it's a, it's a source of, of, of therapy. But instead of talking to one person, you're talking to the fucking world. And the entire world is gonna get on your ass if you're talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's therapeutic. Um, and and then drugs. Like millennials are more and more embracing what, what is considered drugs. Which, depending on who you ask, nigga, you can get drugs at a pharmacy. Like drugs are everywhere, regardless. So, what determines what's a drug and what's a medicine? It depends on the person, not don't it? It does. Yeah. Because it's like, I, are you using this for like, because I know me, I, I'm i I'm very recreational. And yeah. it's very, as in podcasting and talking to the world, for me, it's very therapeutic. It helps me get into my zen zone. And it's like, yeah. uh, it's my thing and it calms me. How come nobody talks about the fact that marijuana is good for your eyes? Like, like, like that is known. We've known about that. That's in the movie Friday. They talk about it. My, I had people tell me that before I even knew what the fuck marijuana was. That marijuana, it, 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 it does something good for your eyes. So, 
that being said, why wouldn't it necessarily open your brain up? Like maybe that's what the fuck is happening. Your brain is open, so your eyes are open and you can see more. Yes, and so that reminded me of, uh, I don't know if you heard of the show called uh, Midnight Gospel. But, oh man, you would get a kick out of that show. You, you, you would really like it. All right, we're officially friends because you're recommending shows and I'm gonna watch these shows. <laughs> it's, it's really good and they got one episode that is, is is about drugs and how and how freeing it is and like how like society has deemed it as like this terrible thing and how they go around big things but in actuality it's like the freeness of having access to drugs yeah. is actually like making the world a better place like right. that that was like the theme of that episode if i'm not butchering it too bad but yeah, it sense. it's really good. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, the reason that crime exists is because things are a crime. <laughs> so like in a civilized society, uh, if we all just, if, if everybody focused on doing good things, then we wouldn't necessarily have any crime. But unfortunately, there are people who are going to do, do those things. But what if those things weren't crimes? Isn't that what utopia is? <laughs> just taking the rules away and just letting people be whatever the fuck they are? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a wild concept. I think it froze a little bit. Yeah, he was like, but what about this? And what about this? And like, oh, we can work around that. Like, it's, well, it's, I mean, government and the idea of government, um, I think, thinks of the workaround as like the police, which it's just it's just what they they created for for what it was because you know we had an anarchy we had a system of like everybody can do whatever they want but mm-hmm. we didn't have education you know what i mean like but before, before when there was lawlessness complete lawlessness we were all uneducated and we didn't know I, shit about the world we didn't develop empathy we were all children i never even thought about that yeah that's what we do on this podcast we think of shit we ain't never thought of before like i just made that up off the top of my head that's how i'm feeling <laughs> But but yeah, like we, human human beings. If you think of just the the growth of human beings, we're like a, a human being in in our humanity. So mm-hmm. when we were fucking cavemen, we were babies directly out of the womb. Nigga, we ain't know how to do nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then we just started figuring shit out. You just start walking around, crawling. Oh, this this seems to get me to, uh, from point A to point B. That's dope. Oh, wait a minute. If I stand on both of these, I'll probably get around even faster. <laughs> oh, if I put this in my mouth, that's delicious. Put that in my mouth. Oh, that's horrible. Don't eat that no more. <laughs> you yeah. just start developing. And humanity more or less has done the same thing. But then you get into society and you're put under all of this pressure and all these rules and you can't be who you want to be, right? Yeah. Like, cause you don't know. Society said, yo, go to college and get a degree and go into this thing and then you'll be good. And you're like, yeah. I mean, I've done all of that, but I don't feel good here. <laughs> Something doesn't feel right. Exactly. Yeah. So humanity as a species is, is locked into that, you know, mechanism that we created for ourselves, but we're all smarter now. Let's try a little lawlessness and see how it goes. <laughs> you know yeah, it could work. It could work. Well, and not like the purge. Because <laughs> no, I think no, yeah, that's, yeah, exactly. yeah, when people think about like, oh, let's, let's be lawless, it's like, no, let's not make a day to murder everybody. Let's just say that if you decide to murder, there's probably going to be consequences, but it doesn't have to be up to the government. <laughs> right? Because I think that's like often like what people immediately go to when they're like, oh, let's just, all right, all laws are out the window. It's like, oh, shit, well, I'm going to go steal this, I'm going to go take that, I'm going to go do this. And- 
It's like, no, dude, why? Yeah. Why? You now have a freedom yeah. that hasn't been granted before. Let's like use this more positively, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I think I've encountered a flaw in our utopia that we're building right now. Okay. The problem is propaganda. The problem is manipulation by, say, a, a strong, powerful group or entity, such as the fucking president, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I think, shit, beginning of 2021 was a simulation of how ridiculous people could get listening to that motherfucker. He pushed, he pushed the envelope all the way into the motherfucking Capitol. <laughs> he, he, this nigga put envelopes in the Capitol. Like, what are you doing? So. <laughs> So then, so then within a utopia that has complete lawlessness, or, you know, maybe we focus the laws on the wrong thing, the idea of a certain entity becoming powerful enough to take over, I mean, that's basically what the government is, isn't it? <laughs> it's an entity that got enough power to be like, all right, now we run this shit just so everybody know. We run this. This is <laughs> that's ours. That's exactly what happened. They got a group of people who's like, we yeah. make rules, y'all yeah. follow them, like, fuck you up. And, and who, who gave you that power? Oh, these guns. Oh, these weapons! Oh, this 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 fighting that I be doing, nigga. These punches, this aggression, <laughs> this war. Oh, okay, I, all right. I yeah, I whatever. You, you, you got it. Go sit down. Like, you got oh. the hands. I don't want the problems. <laughs> <You're> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So I feel like we should talk more about you. Are you seriously considering maybe starting a podcast? It feels like something I do want to do. Yeah. Just to like, because like, okay, so <laughs> I just like to talk about stuff. Like, like I said, I'm like, I'm that person who wants to sit and talk about like the possibility of aliens, like the alternate universe. And it's like, especially now in the midst of like, social distancing it's hard to even be around friends and have conversations and I'm not really good with uh you know talking on phones with people because I wanted to be near people but anyway it turns into like if I had that I think it'd be a, a good sense of release because I can't find a therapist and um yeah so it's like I want to just talk about things and maybe because like when I talk about those parallel universes and stuff like that, I end up finding out a lot about myself, which is yeah. really good. And it's like, oh, I didn't have to pay $300 for that session. Right. I started talking about the possibility of aliens, and now I know why I don't like deep water, you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> interesting. I like that. You know, it's like crazy how things can come and correlate that, like, you never would have thought possible. Yeah. And I think just by being able just to have that, then, yeah. Yeah, and how much is therapy? Like what, twenty dollars an hour? Nigga, a podcast is free. <laughs> Podcasts are free. I mean, depending on on what you do with it. Once it becomes something you love, I think you put a little extra energy into it, and it's mm-hmm. it's not it's not you paying for something that somebody else told you you needed. It's something for, it's you paying for something you know you need, like you know you want. Like I love this, and I want this to be. Or so I'm gonna go ahead and pay uh, somebody to do, uh, you know, some photography for the whatever. Or I'm gonna pay somebody to do the video. Or I'm gonna pay somebody to do the audio. You just, you just put, you put your love into it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I would totally be like an indie podcast. It's like you may know of me because a friend said something, but it'll just be like, yeah, y'all heard of Susan? She's already talking about aliens tonight, and then she's yeah. talking about 
ancestral planes and you know animals and nature because that's just who I am. Right. Right. <laughs> like I, I am the person. I am that person who would like happily go live in the woods and be like, yeah, this is my this is therapeutic. It it makes me happy. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's go back to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so talking about black people in South Carolina you're my mm-hmm. only access I have no idea <laughs> do would you would you say that most people speak the way you speak or do they speak more the way that I think they speak probably what's in your head right at least it's I, like, I, I, who's famous from South Carolina is uh I know Charlemagne is right yeah I think he's from Columbia yeah, but he sounds like a New Yorker to me. He does, like I don't, you know what I mean. I really don't listen to Charlamagne that much, so I really can't compare. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like I, because like I did most of my uh, growing up in a small town called Utahville, so that's that's like country, 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 country. You said, <laughs> you said crunchy country. I did. <laughs> Crunchy country. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It sounds racist. It sounds racist. I don't know, man. <laughs> that shit is crunchy country. <laughs> That's the name of this episode, by the way. Crunchy country. Okay. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but like, okay. have you seen, like Charleston, like the Geechee talk? Uh-huh. What is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> if you listen to any Geechee talk, that's like the Gullah and like those cut off words like yeah that's what most people know South Carolina accents for really mm-hmm. hmm. see I don't even know what that is you just said that and I just heard it for the first time that blows my mind you right here in Florida you're like next door where they they down here somewhere I'm in Tampa I'm all I'm over here with all the retirees <laughs> they probably in Orlando <laughs> probably <laughs> yeah I don't know Miami that's where it's at yeah, of course. Everybody's in Miami. <laughs> I gotta go to Miami more. That's my problem. That's why I don't know shit about the world. I need to go to the big cities. <laughs> don't know, ain't nobody coming to Tampa. That's what I hate about living in Tampa. Is like shows be coming through here. They go to every fucking city, nigga. They go around. They go into the water somewhere. Yeah, they like we doing a show for a show in the Gulf, but we not going to Tampa though. What? Come to Tampa. So, it's it's like the biggest little city ever. Like I understand that. That's yeah, how big. Yeah, you in it and you like okay. I know this is this is big city right here. But if you from a big city, you like this city is not that big. <laughs> like I'm from Detroit. I'm from Detroit. So Tampa is a little city. You know what I'm saying? I just yeah. don't get it. And I and I used to live in Houston. Houston is big as fuck. You yeah. in Houston, right? Yeah, we went to Houston a few times. Houston is too much for me. That's that's a lot. It take an hour to cross the whole city, at least. Like, oof. It's a lot. My, yeah. my father still lives out there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did a pretty good time out there. I got a couple friends out in Houston. So, you want to talk about our connection a little bit? Our what? Our connection. Our how we how we know of each other. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I, I've known Oscar at least since t- 2008. That is when I got hired at the same company that he worked at. And then uh, we clicked pretty much instantly <clears throat> because I could see I could see myself in him. 
mm-hmm. in a way that I couldn't even understand. You know what I mean? Being around him, I appreciated his energy. And it never occurred to me that we were alike because he's a fucking white country boy from South Carolina. I don't know nothing about them dudes. So I, I can't see myself in that. I'm a fucking, you know, Detroit <laughs> semi-hood dude, semi, you know what I mean? I'm a, I'm a little bit of everything. So I, so I can't see the connection right away. But the more time we hung around each other, he started, he, one thing that he introduced me to was just nature. Like we would just go walk on trails and just be out, just out. And I was like, I didn't even know I liked this shit. <laughs> like, yeah, we got, there's pictures that we took from, I don't know what year is it, it had to be like 2008. And uh, and we were just walking the trail. And I, I used to like taking pictures back then, even before I was hardcore on social media, I just loved taking pictures. So I yeah. took pictures of the entire experience. And there's like a Facebook album of us just going through the fucking uh, Zilker Park, I think. Zilker Park Trail. Yeah. So, and, and that's something he introduced, like being my friendship with Oscar introduced my further appreciation for nature or my experience of being able to appreciate something like walking a trail. So now I, I hunger for it. I hunger to find a place to walk out in nature. And I just went on a trail with like a group of black folks out here the other day, which I didn't even know that was a thing. A bunch of black <laughs> folks walking a trail. <laughs> and they do a lot of shit like that. Like, so it's, uh, so, so shout out to Oscar for that. That's, that's, I mean, and I, I only knew, I, we, we met within that year. We only stayed in the same city for a year. That was Austin, Texas. And then, yeah. you know, he went his way and I went mine and we see each other here and there, but you know, it's not like it, it, it doesn't, it's not developing in the same way that it was originally. It's developing as, as more of a uh, long, long distance friendship. Cause we don't even talk. Like me and Oscar yeah. maybe talk twice a year. Yeah, he has a tendency to do that with, <clears throat> Like that's his communication, I guess. But he, like, he talks about his friends constantly. Yeah, I know Oscar loves his friends. Like, oh, I, I, listen, I, you know, you know Ivory, right? Of course. I knew so much about Ivory before I met Ivory because I know I know Oscar loves Ivory, and I couldn't yeah. wait to meet Ivory. I was like, yo, this motherfucker is dope. <laughs> I love Ivory. <laughs> Yeah. That's, so that's how you know we like shout out to Ivory. I hope he's listening to this podcast. He, I, I'm gonna see if I get him to listen to this. One. I don't even know if he knows. He, he knows I got a podcast. But, I don't know. Um, we still keep in contact with him. Yeah, I love Ivory. <laughs> he's like the purest person I've ever met. Just, just a nice dude. Just pure. I bet you Yeah, you don't meet enough pure people, man. Everybody out here on some wild shit. <laughs> you know yeah. Ain't nobody allowed to be pure no more. Yeah, it's crazy. You gotta be, you gotta be like, uh, you gotta get tough skin in this age. You gotta be real tough skin. And you gotta be willing to go, like willing to to go back and forth for the motherfucker or defend yourself or whatever it is. It's crazy. But yeah, I met me and Oscar met in what? Long before I knew him. Yeah, we, like, we started high school in 2000, so yeah, yeah. around 2000, that's where I met him and we dated and life was good then as teenagers do you break up and then you go with life and somehow life brings you back together and we got back together we were like hey this is this is the deal this is it and what like we just had our seven seven year wedding anniversary this past december i thought i thought you was about to say seventh child i was about like what the fuck are y'all doing over in oregon are y'all sure y'all not touching them drugs? Seven? Oh, the baby. Seven? <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
So congrats. Okay, congrats on your seventh child or anniversary. We got one kid at this point. Okay, shout, shout out to shout out to little Oscar. Mm-hmm. Lord knows they act just like too. Yeah. But yeah, we. It's been nice. Like it's it's good having him. Like he like that dude is like so supportive, so nice. He's a good dude. That's my guy. He's a good dude. He's a, he's a good dude unless you whooping his ass in Settlers of Catan. <laughs> <laughs> and you and know I, what? I'm trying to get you to play that, so now I know not to. You you if you're not competitive like I'm competitive, then y'all will have fun. I I am an asshole in that game, and oh, we are assholes to each other. So you stop liking each other for a little while because you're in the midst of the game. You're like I don't even I ain't gonna, I don't I refuse to like him for at least two hours until oh somebody God. wins. I do not like him, and we develop grudges. You know, for the night, like for the night, we're mad at each other. <laughs> I could call me a dumb fuck one time, <laughs> like to my face. I was like, "Yo, I get all of that," and I don't know what I did. I fucking like stole his wheat or something, something stupid. I stole his wheat. I was like, "Nigga, that's my wheat." He's like, "You dumb fuck." I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess, I guess we beefing for the rest of the game." <laughs> oh, it's the wheat. Oh my god. It was. But it's one of the things I remember most about him because it wasn't something that stuck. It was a fucking frustration in the midst of a game, and then we was cool like the next day. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't <laughs> yeah. Was, and he apologized for it. Like he, he knew he was he was a little wild a little bit. And you know, yeah, I, I get wild when I play the game. I, yeah. I make everybody. So if you know anything about Settlers of Catan, and you know anything about me, you know there's a strong connection. So I've taught so many people how to play. Like everybody we lived with up in. Um, up in Austin, I taught all of them how to play. And then mm-hmm. up to Michigan, I taught all my family how to play. When I came to Florida, I played with a bunch of people, taught a bunch of people how to play. It's like one of my favorite things to do is teach people that game. And he's uh, me, but like he always want to play with more people, but it's just me and him. So it's like, like we need to play with more people. I'm yes. like, okay. Yes. I don't know how to as play. As many but... as possible. One time, uh, so while I was living up there, you probably ain't heard a whole lot of tales of me and Oscar but when I was living up there and we were all working at the same place uh, we we took a, a work trip to Oklahoma and uh, during that work trip you know we spent a bunch of money at the casino because that's what we were doing at the time yeah. casino games. but that night all, I think all eight guys all eight guys on our team were it, it was a bunch of people I don't know if it was everybody but it was a lot of people it was at least like six of us as a matter of fact the six of us played Settlers of Catan and we mm-hmm. did a six man game and listen a six-man game of Catan is an endurance sport. You understand? Like, you gotta have so much patience. Like, hurry up and take your fucking turn. Like, you know what I'm saying? To be going around and people be taking forever. Like, you you wasn't thinking about this during five other people's turns. You can't just take a turn real quick. You start getting upset. So you gotta test your patience in that way. And then you still wanna win. You still try to win. So by the time it gets to your turn again, you gotta suppress your frustrations, try to negotiate with this motherfucker who just took 30 minutes on his turn. Like you gotta you gotta work on yourself. You gotta be your best self. <laughs> it's a hard is it's a it's a so I, I think he misses that too, because there were times where I think I came to town um while I was living in Houston or whatever, me, him and Togi would play. And we would mm-hmm. do six turns, but between three of us, we would own two separate groups and do the yeah. full. Yeah, and that shit was wild. That shit was crazy. I don't yeah, even man. know who won those games because I don't know if we got the rules right. It was crazy. Probably not, especially when you start doing your own thing with it. Yeah. 
yeah, so so Oscar was was definitely one of my my favorite uh, competitors. We like we we like each other and we 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 get along very well, but we also like to compete on, on, over the things that you know. I guess are fun to compete over. So it was it was Catan, I think, was one of them between me, him, and Chad. And of course, Chad was the worst. But we'll talk about that some other day. Um, me and uh, Oscar used to play pool, and I forgot about this. I, I actually, yeah, we played. We I think at least once a week, mm -hmm. we would play twenty-one games. Not even like we wouldn't say we're gonna play twenty-one games. It would yeah. just happen. So we would be playing, and eventually. I'd have 10 wins and Oscar would have 10 wins. This happened so many times. Oh I can't God. tell you how many times this shit happened. 10 to 10. And, you know, we there having a good time, just two guys hanging out. But yeah. once you get to 10 to 10, the whole night is about the next game. Like, we're not talking about girlfriends no more. We're not talking about video games. We're not talking about movies, nigga. What is, man, hit your ball. Hit your ball. You gonna you gonna hit your ball in the. We start getting. You know what I'm saying. The shit ramps up. It's about the game now. Yeah. So so we we, we never had any like negative negativity that came off of, but it was definitely a tense environment. Once yeah. We got to ten to ten. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. It, it had was, Yeah. So so Oscar is my favorite uh, pool partner. Like I don't even play pool no more. And I, and I used to play with him at least every week, maybe twice a week. Yeah, that's that, cool. That in Katan, we did Katan every weekend with Chad. Our thing now is we play up. Well, we in this competition in Resogun of who can maintain the highest score, and that's been fun. Like I'm kicking his ass right now, and I'm pretty sure he's sad about it. But <laughs> hey, <laughs> my kiddo. So that's our connection. That's oh, what's up, man? <laughs> I like I like your haircut, man. He's just shaking his head. He, yeah, it's it's better than my haircut. See, my haircut is like this. I used to have nice hair up here. I had a whole situation, and uh, you know, thirty years later, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's no, it's it's good today because I got a good barber. That's just my barber that did all this. My barber made this. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> It's nice. It's nice meeting you, man. It's like good daddy. Oh, something in your head. But yeah, he. Uh, Oscar talks about his friends a lot. Like he wants the whole, you know. He wants to get all his friends together and just have that. Yeah. That just togetherness again. Yeah. And then, like. Yeah. <laughs> he tells a lot of stories about you guys, like when you guys were hiking and stuff like that. And I remember the pool stories as well. Did he ever tell you the uh, the story about me and Ivory? I think it was Ivory. What's that? It was uh, I, I believe it was Ivory. I wanna I wanna say it was Ivory. It might not have been, but I think it was. I think we were doing something. We were somewhere. I don't know what we were doing. I think maybe it was it was hacky sack or something. We were probably playing hacky sack because that's another thing we used to do a lot back then. Yeah. Um, and I think. I think something something cool happened. Something interesting happened. Like maybe somebody, maybe I kicked the hacky sack and it balanced on my head. I don't remember what triggered it. And then me and this person, which I believe is Ivory, we went to sort of high five fist bump. But one of us thought it was a fist bump and the other one thought it was a high five. So this is what you saw, right? 
but yeah. but, the, but the energy wasn't the same so we we stopped we both stopped we was like no something's not right <laughs> you know what i mean like like you just you can understand what happens like no it's not happening so so then that happened and then like maybe like the next day next week whatever because uh one another one of my favorite things about Ozzy love he likes to draw i show up to the office and on his whiteboard he draws like two guys in this bout of like who's good like uh, like it's a struggle like we don't know like and all this he's like got super saiyan fucking image. i took a picture of it somewhere i hope i took a picture of it i'm pretty sure i got it on a hard drive somewhere but it was it was it was him immortalizing that goofy ass experience that we had <laughs> that's awesome man yeah like he's got he's got one of those brains and i, I appreciate that like he's, he's definitely one of the smartest dudes i know i thought he was a much much better programmer than i and I, you know, I learned a lot working with him. Whatever. We probably should have worked more together after that. But I ended up leaving Austin. So yeah. If I, if I had stayed, we probably would have learned a lot together. But Jerry, yeah. you, you taught me so much more about life, Jerry. Hey, hey, shut your ass up. You ain't on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, why you look straight like a Viking? You got you you a Viking again? When I met you, you was a Viking, and you a Viking again. <laughs> You want to hear what's funny? I'm watching Vikings like right now. I'm watching the whole show. You look just like one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> That's the haircut he wanted. It's fine. Hey, let Oscar no, be I'm Oscar. I'm the barber around here now. So. Yeah. Let Oscar be Oscar. We should all be ourselves in 2021. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's the only way to be. Like, yeah. That's what no I hate about. That's what I don't like about like day jobs and cor- the corporate world and all this shit. They, they want to put you in this box and tell you how to be and who to be. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, that's not me. That's just the motherfucker I send out there in order to get my checks and you know, yeah. pay for my kids and stuff. But I don't want to be that. That's not who I am. Whereas everybody needs like a night hustle. Everybody needs a side thing. And in that side thing, you find yourself. You get you get a hold of yourself. And that's yeah. how I feel about this podcast. I This is me. This is all of me. Which means, okay, none of my employers see this shit. I got to keep this off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm supposed like I, I like no no I'm not friending you boss I'm not friending you coworker yes. y'all are not a part of this yes <laughs> y'all get to know him y'all, y'all get to know Jeremy Thompson but Remy Mulatto is here that's none of your business right <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's so freeing being able to just open up and just be like no this is who I am this is what I like this is how these are my thoughts these are my expressions and like and that's like that's where I'm at now and it feels damn damn it is is a great space to be. I think that that's what's dope about. So how old are you? Or or thirty three. Thirty three. That's what's dope about your thirties. Your thirties put you in a place where you start to see more of yourself, and you start to you start to be okay with yourself. In twenty, like in your twenties, you're you're running after everything. Everything you see, you're chasing that shit. Like that might be it. Oh, is that it? Oh, is that it over there? Whereas in your thirties, you're kind of like, okay, I saw all of that shit pass by, and none of that shit was it. So let me let me focus. You know what? I, I think that might be it. That thing that I let pass earlier. Let me try that shit again. Let's see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And you start to feel yourself. You start to feel it's who you are. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's essential. It's essential it is. is what it is. <laughs> Keep running around this place trying to do what everybody else thinks you should be doing. You just yeah. gonna be miserable, sad, stuck with being. So. Yeah. I love it. Raise yourself. That, that's, that's what's dope about millennials. We, uh, we, we understand that. We understand that, and we don't even understand how well we understand it. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, I just, I just get this. This is the, this is the vibration we need to be on. Y'all tripping? Y'all ain't there yet. Like, yeah. 
I'm pretty I'm pretty Shout out to vibes. <laughs> I love vibrations. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that should have been the name of this podcast, the Mulatto Vibrations. Why <laughs> not? At the end of every description, I always tell people like just come on, enjoy the vibes. Grab you a drink, enjoy the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Catch you some vibes, find your vibe, find whatever it is that you require in exactly. order to fully enjoy this experience. Don't mind me, I'm gonna partake just a bit. Hey. <laughs> just a bit. Um. <laughs> so, is there anything else in your mind that you'd like to share? Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about what you're passionate about. I'm passionate about nature, hands down. Hands so what down. does that mean? That like being means, outside? Yes, that means being outside, near the water, in the water, in the woods, near lakes, near rivers. Like, I, I have this connection with nature that is, to me, is like the most beautiful thing. Like, it, it is soul-soothing for me to go out because when I'm out, it, there's so much to appreciate. Yeah. One, I get to take in the fact that I can do this freely. And also it puts you in the state of like, how insignificant you are to the greater scheme of things, but also how impactful you are because like, it's up to me to try to keep like, you know, it clean or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, beautiful. I mean, if you think about what we what we are and what we're supposed to be, we're all more or less part of some community or other. And the point is to be a value to that community, to add something to it. And that that's that that's as deep as evolution. You know what I mean? Like yeah. any anything that was anything before human beings and whatever. It had to be something to that community in order to push it forward to wherever it needed to be in order to further survive. Yeah. So whether you're, you know, in, in the sense of being human, how am I ensuring that this <clears throat> human experience is better for the other humans that come after me? How can I make sure that this continues to thrive? A lot of people don't think about it like that. A lot of people are so focused in on their alone, personal, where is my life going? that they don't think about the world around them because it's not necessarily a concern. It doesn't feel like a concern until it becomes a fucking concern. Like when exactly. COVID hits. Exactly. Like everybody's like, that, and that's a very, very sad reality of a lot of things is like, we are all, all too consumed in like, this is my bubble. Why do I care about this thing that's gonna happen when I'm dead? Yeah. I was like, well, God damn, care about something. Care about like, something. If you can, if you have children and you care about your kids, at the very least, you should care what happens in the next eighty years because they gotta go through it. Exactly, and I yeah. think that's that's the hard thing to do. It's like if I don't have to experience or yeah. experience it, or um, you know, have experienced it, they're like, why should I care? Right. Do you not have any emotions for anything else outside of yourself? Yeah, it, you gotta give. You gotta you gotta serve something. Yeah, you gotta. That, that's one thing I've been realizing about life in general lately, and I'm trying to. I'm trying to sort of affirm this more for myself. But I, you know, my nature is is wild sometimes. But what I want is to consider 
that like on a regular basis that service service is how you get pretty much anything out of life like you go to a job you have to work the job in order to get paid yeah so if anything that you feel like you want in life you have to put service to that mm -hmm. so if i if i could keep that in mind and never look at myself and feeling like i want something but then did I put any service beneath that? Did I do the things to ensure that that is something that, that belongs in my life? No, what the fuck I want it for? I didn't, I didn't, you know, I, it's, I have not chosen that if I'm oh, being real with myself. I love that. I love that because too often people, I think people have a mindset of uh, believing that things are just gonna come to them just because they say they want it. Yeah, what is it? Um, is it privileged? Uh, there's a word for it. I, I wouldn't know right now, but yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> I lose access to. I, I, I get more access to my brain, but my the words get squished into oh, some other dimension in my brain. They get kicked out the room. Like we don't need words right now. We need we need thoughts. We need feelings. <laughs> Y'all sit on the bench. So I can never find. <laughs> That's hilarious, but like that is the thing. Like all too often, I think people just sit around and be like, "Oh, I want a new car." Okay, yeah, so. Like, like you deserve it. Why does anybody deserve anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, nobody deserves anything. It's funny that the word "serve" is in "deserve." How crazy is that? That is really. Think, as a matter of fact, on that level. Yeah, and let's say D does, is is D. I know it's this. This would be taking away something, but D serve versus serve. So if you feel like you deserve something, then there's no reason for you. Like you're taking the service of that out completely. Yeah, you don't you're saying, no, I deserve this. This should be mine for no fucking reason. Like you don't deserve anything. You have to serve things in order to, to, to get access to them. I tell you, when you break down words, just a little bit more. <clears throat> Damn. Like, yeah, because like when you hear D in front of a word, like I think of destruct. Destruction, like your structure versus destructure, destroy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it takes it takes deserve into a whole nother meeting. Yeah, and I guess that's like because you can take it. Some people like use it in a phrase of like when you get hurt, like it's maybe like just doing something stupid and like you get hurt and somebody says, "Well, you deserve that." Right. Like it's used in a negative sense most of the time, and it, I like the way you break that down just now. Yeah. Uh, Deserve is the opposite of serve. Yeah. And service, service is how you get anything. Service, service is, is money. Service is currency. Service is the natural currency before we started printing money. Like it's what you, it's the, currency is what you have to give. Mm -hmm. Service is what you have to give of yourself. Like you're taking yourself and you're putting it into something and if, if something pays out, then something pays out, but you gotta give something first. Yeah. You gotta, like you gotta buy a lottery ticket. <laughs> you can't, right? lottery tickets don't show up at your door. <laughs> you don't deserve lottery tickets. Yeah, like, you gotta put in Some something. Some people don't do the service behind getting the things that they crave and then right. get like, in the slump of like, well, I said I wanted it and I didn't get it, so I'm just gonna sit here and do nothing. It's like, yeah. That's precisely why you aren't progressing yeah, or getting that's things. That's not you want. how it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
we learned yeah, a lot today. It is. It's like a lot today. Well, what is the book called? I don't know, but th- there's a book I was reading, um, and it was talking about how they're like basically two sets of people: those who partake in life and those who just watch life go by. Yeah. And usually, those who are watching are the ones who are sitting there saying, "Like, why hasn't all these good things happened to me? I said I wanted." Holy like, shit! Did you get up off your ass to do anything? Yo, you just you just brought this podcast full circle. Because my favorite thing, my favorite thing to say, whenever I ask somebody about this, I ask, do you partake? Mm-hmm. You partake in this bit of life? <laughs> do you take in this part? I mean, if you don't, then that's fine. Yeah. But it's very, I think it's very important to highlight the idea of whether somebody is partaking in life. Like, are you, yeah. are you, are you participating in this situation? Are you actively, is this what you want? Do you want something from this? Well, what are you giving to it? What, how are you partaking in life? That is, that is the thing that like a lot of people don't do. And they just, like, cause like even that quote, YOLO, I don't even like, you know, it's something like that. It's like, no, dude, you have every day to live your life. Right to service, to give, to produce, to receive. And it's like, if you choose not to, you can only be mad at yourself. Yeah. You, you know what You know what YOLO is? YOLO is uh, the, the Twitterized tweet version of like good advice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's it, like you take, you take an article and you just read the headline. You don't know yeah. what's happening here. You know what I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just the tweet of the article. <laughs> So there's no information to be had. That's just that's just the thing that was supposed to get you to, to hook in and, and commit to the idea. But you don't yeah. commit to just the bullshit you just saw. That doesn't mean anything. That's just that's just your access to the information. You're not supposed to look at that as real as it as, as it has real value. So I, I think that speaks to what you're talking about. Yeah, we like a lot of people don't like going beneath the surface. Cause sometimes it can be ugly and like a lot of people ain't ready to take that. Yeah. But just just go a little bit deeper, man. There's so much more to this life than you really think there is. That's true. And it's it's a beautiful thing. It can be scary, it can be fun, it can be astonishing, it can be boring. But god damn it, just fucking go. Just go. <sighs> just go. Yeah, imagine somebody somebody uh tells you to tells you to start digging right and and they just watch you you just dig and then you, you get like two feet down and then you're like bro why am i digging it's like yo just keep digging just dig so all right they, they keep digging whatever all right i guess his motherfucker said dig i'm gonna keep you digging you get two more feet down you get to four feet you're like why the fuck am i digging like can, can you tell me something can i be a part of it He's like, just keep fucking digging. I told you to dig. Can you please just dig? You get two more feet down, and then you're like, you know what? You're full of shit. I'm, I'm not doing this no more. Throwing the shovel down, I'm out this bitch. I'm out! <laughs> and then he picks up the fucking shovel, and he digs just one more foot. And underneath, underneath that foot is everything you've ever wanted in your entire life. It's all the jewels, all the gold, all the shit. Nigga, if you'd have kept on digging like motherfuckers told you to, you might have found that shit that you needed. But 
nigga, you stopped. You gave up. You didn't. You didn't. Uh, what is it? What, what would you say? Partake in life <laughs> as you should have. You you gave up. When a lot of people don't know what this is gonna amount to, like, why am I putting in all this work? What's the point? Yeah. And it's like, and then they do exactly that. They turn around, and it's like, just one more step, and you you would have been exactly where you wanted to be. But you chose to lose faith, give up, and just like you know what, fuck it. Yeah. And now you're just about to go somewhere else and have to start over. Yeah. If if people could, if if the answer to this question could simply be to serve, like, what's the point? The point is to serve. Mm. So if that's the point, you're accomplishing your goal. But if the point is to get something out of it, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, that's not like, you, you're gonna hope. You're gonna hope for the return. Maybe the return will come, but it's not guaranteed. The only thing that's guaranteed is you're doing this. If I sit here and I start digging a fucking grave or whatever the fuck it is, that's the only thing I'm doing. I don't know what's down there. I don't know what I'm gonna get access to. Yeah. So you just gotta keep going and you know hope for the best. <laughs> but but the point is to serve. How much can you can you give? How much can you contribute? Yeah, and a, and a lot of people on the flip side of that, of like, what can I get? Just give me, give me, give me. Yeah, deserve. Yeah. Was it, uh, deserve is the opposite of serve. This is a word today. <laughs> I ain't even a preacher. This is a podcast. Yo, is our podcast the new church too? This is the new therapy and the new church. You understand? It's therapy for me and it's church for y'all. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. I'm here for it. That's funny. It's a good episode. So what I what I love about this episode is that I knew the only thing I knew about you was just your social media. So obviously I can't even comprehend what a conversation with you would be like. I didn't even know what you would sound like. <laughs> like I didn't know. So so I had to so I had to react to that first. And, and you'd be like, okay, so that's what she sounds like. I got it. You know what I'm saying? Let's say let's say I was about to talk a bunch of wild, uh, heavy country shit, and you, and you like. I don't speak that language. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I'd have, I'd have fucked up the conversation entirely trying to talk to you about some shit that you, yeah. So, um, so, so that's what's dope about this is, uh, is we're having a, a great conversation. I'm thoroughly enjoying it with somebody I've, I've never, you know, talked to before. And I didn't know why we would talk or if we would talk. I, I figured eventually. Like eventually, <laughs> me and Oscar will, will hook up again. Something I don't know. But that, but I, I guess this is the eventually. Like Oscar was like, all right, she's she's thinking about doing a podcast. I know someone who does a podcast. Boom, we got a connection. Yep. Yeah. That, that's what happens when you move away from folks, man. Like to a degree, I, I we haven't talked about this, but to a degree, I do regret leaving Austin the first time. I sh I feel like I should have stayed because if I had stayed. Not only would you know me and Oscar still probably be more close, I yeah. I probably would have wouldn't have been unemployed for two fucking years. <laughs> like that, just to start with that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me, me and Oscar need to catch up because we probably haven't really talked about that that void of our friendship, like, which which isn't really a void because we still like each other. I still appreciate him. He still appreciates me, and I'm sure once we talk, things will be back to, to the way they were. That's how you know dudes maintain friendships but there's still a void of information that i didn't have access to because you know we weren't talking on a regular basis because dudes don't talk <laughs> 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 
Dudes don't feel like we need to talk. It's like, because it's, it's, it's interesting because I think, wasn't he, I think we were trying to get him to even come out there at one point in time to come hang out with you. He, he hit me up about uh, doing a trip. I remember that. And I think some something about my schedule didn't didn't work with, I think y'all going to Grand Canyon. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. But we had talked about a trip. And that was years ago. Probably like two, yeah, three years ago now. Because I was all for it. I was like, yeah, go see him. Just go, go. <laughs> but it didn't pan out for some reason. That's, okay. That is, <laughs> that is the nature of, of men that we uh when it comes to okay when it comes to women a dude will dive in an ocean of sharks like like women do the most or do dudes do the most to chase after women but when it comes to men having like a, a friendship or any kind of relationship or just knowing each other that's that doesn't you know go past anything that a man would want with a woman mm-hmm. then i guess there's no like there's no, there's no sense of effort. It's like he's, if he's still alive and I'm still alive, we both friends. Yeah, <laughs> I'm alive, he alive, we friends. We <laughs> had a falling out, so we good. Yeah, like, like, I don't know what's going on for sure, but he ain't called me mad at me. I ain't called him mad at him. We friends. <laughs> That's how dumb dudes are. We all good friends. If I talk yeah. to you, like, I'll be good. Where, where I think women, they don't have that problem. They, like, they know if they ain't spoke to your ass in six months, we not cool. Like, I don't know nothing about you now. You know how much shit could have happened in your life within the last six months? I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. That, that's funny. That's funny. But, but you know, yes, yeah, it's, it's just the, it's, it's, I think it's the nature of what we look for in our friendships. Mm-hmm. Me, me, and meeting Oscar, I knew from the from the jump, like from the first year that we spent in the same place, that I was gonna know this motherfucker forever. <laughs> I just knew it, so I didn't necessarily yeah. have to be here in order to maintain anything. I know, hey, I talked to you in ten years, I talked to you in twenty years, we still gonna be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, right. that's just so. I think that's just that's the the positive side of how dudes maintain friendships. You know, but but. And that, and that tends to only work between dudes. I don't think dudes can maintain as well of a friendship with women without without putting in a little extra effort. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've had that happen to me where like women that I was friends with, they're like, well, I ain't heard from you in fucking, and I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, are you are you my friend or are you my girl? I don't, <laughs> like you crossing, the, you crossing the line a little bit. Yeah. But I don't know, it's, this ain't a relationship podcast. Uh, I don't know what, what what is this podcast. Somebody asked me what, what what my mission statement was today, and I was like, "Yo, was I supposed to write that? <laughs> like, is that something I was supposed to?" Because I, I know what it is. I just don't. I haven't. I haven't put it down into a tweet. <laughs> like, my mission statement is basically a tweet. I haven't tweeted what this podcast is in in 140 or 280 characters or less. Yeah. Ooh. But Ooh. I, I, conversations. Ooh. I don't even know. Because yeah. it was like, it was a scattered conversation. It's like we touched a lot of topics here and there. Just yeah. like... People always ask me when I, when I talk, tell them about my podcast and I, I talk about having people on, they're like, yo, well, what, what are your topics? And I'm like, topics? I mean, what's that got to do with what I'm doing? <laughs> they're like, well, you going to talk about the president or... We're gonna talk about 
uh, Kim and Kanye or and I'm like I mean if I feel like talking about it if they come up we'll talk about them like I don't know what that got to do with what I'm saying so what I tend to do is I just get on here I introduce I, I introduce myself to the person and a lot a lot of this has been me talking to people for that I haven't really talked to before introduce myself and then we just have probably the most intense conversation we'll ever have <laughs> on record you know what I mean it's like having because you know how it was like if you if you meet a stranger you're most likely to tell them more than you would tell a friend mm-hmm. because people have that idea of like oh I'm never gonna talk to you again yeah. or whatever it may be but that won't be the case here yeah. um, and, and meeting strangers is so important it is so important to meet strangers on the regular if you ain't made no new friends in the last 10 years there's something wrong with you <laughs> For real, you need to yeah. like just permanent it up, or you just yeah. like ooh. yo meet some strangers, <laughs> get to know some strangers. Right? Like, I, I do want to meet people. I, I like you know having a variety of friends and people in my life. You know you can learn so much. Yeah, like, a lot of people. A lot of people are like hardcore about their you know their day one. Like I got my circle of people and I like them and that's all I need. And yeah, okay. Y'all can get along in that circle and you can have a, a dope life and everything can be wonderful, but what do you know about the world coming off of that? Like, what do you know about people if the only people you have given a chance is the same five motherfuckers for the last 40 years? You don't know anything about people? Nigga, you no. retired. You retired from social life. That's what you that is. And that's it. And that's yeah. like, like... Social that's retirement. People like to have that idea of... Uh, Oh, I've known this person for 20 plus years, and I'm like, okay, and yeah, that's dope. That, that's that's dope. cool. That's great. Y'all got a nice, strong relationship. Yeah. But what about this person? Like, they yeah. could have an interesting story to tell or something. And it's Yo, like, th- think about it like this: if you never have new friends, none of your friends are going to be that much younger than you, right? Because mm-hmm. it's new people every day. <laughs> they make mad new people. So if you if you stop making friends at eight years old. You're never gonna have a friend that's under eight years old. Even though this motherfucker might know everything about the world today, like he, you're gonna need him to program. You're gonna need him for something, because the world is yeah. <laughs> All these generations, they have their access to things that we don't all have. Exactly. So I think it's dope to be in like your 40s and to know somebody who, like my, my baby sister is 11, 11 years younger than me. She's mm-hmm. one of my favorite people in the world because she's showing me so much about the world that I didn't have access to. She's like, she's she's in the LGBT yeah. community. I ain't got access to that. <laughs> I, I wasn't I was not privileged to <laughs> to have LGBT access. So I got to sit out here and just think that I know things about that that I don't. So when exactly. I talk to her, she gives me all this information. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. I didn't even know that a pansexual was a thing. <laughs> I'm saying she gave me the whole shit. And that's I love her. Boy. Cool, and I, I love her because of that. Like, that's one of the things I love most about her. Is I think it's beautiful when people can teach you new things. It's just like anybody, you know, anybody can teach you something new. Exactly. Like, like I, I constantly tell people, I wish I could just like, I just want to sit in an old folks' home and just listen yeah. to their stories. Like, just, you, you want to hear something crazy? A person might think that they can't learn something from somebody younger than them. But if you think about it, every single human being learns how to parent from their kids. Right? You don't know how to parent before you have a baby. <laughs> as soon as you had that baby, like, oh, okay, I, that was wrong. I thought I knew how to do that. I don't. 
You know what I'm saying? You learn so much about yourself. You learn what type of parent you're going to be. You learn how to parent from your child. That's the youngest thing in the world. So if you don't learn nothing from something young, you you retired. You're socially retired. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like, and who is that? Like, Neil deGrasse said something on it. He was like, you know, too often people tend to stop learning because they think they know it all, but like, some of the smart people are those who know that you don't know it all. There's always room for learning. Yeah. Always. Let, let's talk about retirement. The, the whole concept of retirement is I am done learning. If you retire, you've chosen to stop learning, like actively. You say, you know what? I don't feel like I can do this no more. Let me go ahead and retire. And then yeah. we got a culture of retiring at a certain age for one reason or another. And committing more or less to the idea that I'm done learning. Like, mm-hmm. like that's what we're, we're pushing. So I think I think it's important to, to, to try not to stop learning. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like always, always be willing to learn something. You don't gotta go to school. You don't gotta go to a fucking university or whatever. But find something to still continue to develop yourself and move yourself along, you know, the road of life as a human being. Like, continue to develop. Because once you're done developing, nigga, you dead. You're right. done. You're retired. That's a sad thought in existence. And like, that was one of my things that I'm doing now. I mean, I've slowed down, but still. It's like, uh, I, I've tried to commit to learning something new, like spend 30 minutes a day yeah. to learning something new. It's like, I'm gonna go touch on this thing that I'm interested in, learn about it. And if I actually like what I'm doing, just keep going back to it. Like it opens your doors to a lot of new things. And keeps you know- fresh, keeps your mind going. You know, exactly. keeps, your bra- keeps your brain working. It's brain <laughs> exercise. exercise. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a trip that brain exercise is the thing that makes you live the longest. <laughs> Right. We so focused on like the physical stuff. We so focused on the physical stuff. We probably don't even understand the concept that if you exercise your brain, you'll probably live to fucking 150. Like just keep your brain going. We too, like you said, we caught up on the physical. Like, oh, I need to eat healthy. I mean, still you do, but yeah. just take also time to take that same energy. Yeah, at least at least as much energy into ensuring that you're still running mentally. Yeah, it's like. A, yeah, like once you shut down mentally, it's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and so I guess that's the other part of it is sometimes life roll up on you <laughs> in a way that's like, all right, all right, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, I done bumped my head about 30 times. Let me just chill. Let me just chill. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I hope I hope that everybody uh, is able to live their their best self, you know, all the way to the end. Just keep, oh, yeah. keep learning, keep being. That's that's why Betty White's still alive. <laughs> oh, she, yeah, she's still working. She's still out here grinding. She's still out here getting her paper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She got things to buy. She got plans. Betty White, old ass, got plans. That's how you know you go. If you if you start planning for your death, if you're like, let's say you're like 80, and you're like, well, I don't know what next decade is gonna be like, so I don't know what to tell you. No, you pl- that's planning for your death. Yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to be like, nigga, I'm going to fucking Aruba next year. You know what I'm saying? It's 2030, and you 80. In 2040, I'm going to Aruba. That's where I'm going. Where y'all gonna be at? <laughs> I know where I'm gonna be at. 
damn skippy. Let's go. <laughs> people talk so much, not, not to shit on religion. I don't want to do that. But people talk so much about God's plan, but I think it's important to also have your own plan. Because if you don't have a plan, then when you when you when you go through somebody's planner, eventually there's nothing, nigga. As far as you know, they did. If you go through yeah. somebody's planner and they don't have anything after July first, you're like, oh, he's he's dead. He's not alive. <laughs> like somebody killed him on that day. As a matter of fact, let's take this to the police. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That motherfucker's dead because you stopped planning. <laughs> As soon as you stop planning, you dead. Basically, that's what I'm saying. So when you retire, you decided, you know what? I, I'm, I'm through with planning. I'm not gonna plan nothing. I'ma just, I'ma just see what happens. It's not up to me no more, Jesus. <laughs> so you, <laughs> you got this? Cool, cause I'm good. Yeah, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough. It's, it's wild. But you know, we're. Sometimes I wonder how young we are. Cause we don't really know, right? We don't know what the life expectancy will be when we hit like 80 in like, you know, fucking 40 years. So life expectancy might double and then we'll be like, oh, I was just a teenager in my 30s, nigga. <laughs> like I was going through mental adolescence. <laughs> yeah. And then the hundred and fucking 60 year olds of our time, you know, are gonna be on some other shit. <laughs> Just on some other shit, cause I'm like, they're gonna be the only one sixties. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like, it's it's insane. Yeah, it's it's hard to think about the future. For, for me, when when I'm sober, I, I think about the future and I feel like I see where it is. But that's cause I don't see veering paths. I I see what I think I see now, and I don't see what's gonna bump it off the road what's gonna send it in yeah. a random direction. I don't see those events, can't see those events. So you, you look up and you're like, yo, Donald Trump is president today. Is he gonna be the president for the rest of my life? Like you start, you start, you feel like, yo, this this is what, what it's like. This is just what it's like. And this is what it's always gonna be like until I'm dead, which is not true. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy how we get stuck in those mindsets or, or have these like thoughts, whatever. Cause like there was like there was a sense of like extreme hopelessness. Yeah. In all of this, like this, this, this is how it is. This is just what the fuck it is. And you can't know. You can't know. You know, and it's like, what the fuck is gonna happen next week? <laughs> On the next exciting episode of 2021. <laughs> oh my god. And it's gonna be long and long and drawn out, just like Dragon Ball Z. It's gonna take forever for 2021 to happen. <laughs> 2020 took four fucking ever to finally like just wrap it up, bro. Like we've seen the climax. It's been 30 climaxes. We not done climaxing. We're not done climaxing. Yeah, like so 2021 is gonna be the same shit, more or less. And hope hopefully we find our way out the end of the tunnel. You know, as far as COVID is concerned, but it's gonna be another thing. You know, some some other thing. It's, it's a it's a huge matter of just like what the fuck can we do to be better? Yeah. How can you serve? Hmm. That How is. How can a, you serve? That is the question. Yeah. Too many people are not asking themselves that. And I think if enough people did, we can turn shit for the yeah. better. I mean, I I only just came up on that like last week. <laughs> Cause I'm so used for real. For I wrote this down. I don't even. I think I wrote it in my phone. And mm -hmm. uh, 
because I was I was sitting there <clears throat> during my day job, and I was sitting there just like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't like anything about this. I'd rather not do it. Um, so then I, I come to myself and I say, okay, what what can I do to get out of this loop, this endless loop? Oscar will appreciate that. <laughs> How can I get out of this endless loop that I have fallen into? Uh, let me let me try to think a different way than I normally think. So the way that I normally think is like, wh why are circumstances not to the best of circumstances? Like, why don't I have everything that I'd like to have right now? Why don't I have all the things? Mm -hmm. And then I, I thought about, you know, I thought about my service. I thought about how much I feel like I give to life. Uh, it doesn't feel like as much as it could be. It doesn't feel like enough for me to be like, you know, in a beach house <laughs> or, or you know, have, just just feel like my life has gone the route that I want it to. I feel mm -hmm. like I'm sort of, I'm, I'm halfway to the point where I'd like to be, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so then I thought to myself, it, I mean, it seems like a lot of people who really get what they want, they're just focused on whatever it is that they're focused on that's all they care about that's their thing like so when you put everything into that i mean depending on on it i guess if that's the right thing then you'll, you'll see if you get something out of it or not so at this age at 30 like i said how i feel like i understand myself better than i've ever understood myself before i probably know now a sense of direction than I would have having tried to choose it out of high school or whatever. Oh, like that yeah. motherfucker didn't know where he wanted to go. <laughs> How could he know? He ended after high school, man. Yeah. So, so you almost gotta, you almost gotta choose a new direction once you you get the information. And then mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I, I get it now. Like I get, I get what can be. I get mm -hmm. what the possibilities are. You gotta make a move. Yeah, because it, it was just like what, what you said about the lawlessness and how we have like education. I was like, that thing, the, the saying, once you know better, you do better. Like, yeah. once you have more knowledge of situations and yourself, you move different, you act accordingly. And it's just, it's all about growing, man. It just, yeah. <laughs> taking those experiences and like using them for the best. Okay, so so the service thing that I was talking about, I, I wrote a note about it, um, and the the title of the note is "Mulatto Reparations." <laughs> Basically, a way to, for me to get you know to where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And uh, I wrote, "Service breeds a sense of accomplishment. Therefore, how can I be of service to this situation?" So if I focus on the idea of how can I serve the situation, when I look back, I can't I can't look and feel like I faltered. I, mm -hmm. I, I'm looking at myself and I'm saying, I, I did what I needed to do. And if I got something for it, for it, then I got something for it. But what, that's not what it was about. It was about, yeah. it was about serving. I like that. Because that, I think that's, a, that's another thing of like, serving and like your intentions of doing things because 
you could be doing something very helpful, good or whatever, but if your intentions aren't in the right place, I don't think you're gonna get that that good karma that you're looking for. Right. So it's like- yeah, You don't wanna serve something that hurts people. Yeah. And you don't wanna go into a situation knowing like, oh, I know, like, I better get this if I help them. And it's yeah. like, but why should you better get something <clears throat> instead of just helping, going into the situation with a sense of like, no, I want to do this because I know it is a good thing. I know that this will help me. Well, not, because that more sounds like trying to get something out of it, but like, like even if it's just like, because I want some spiritual shit. So it's like, if it helps your spirit, like you feel good about it, then you move in that direction, but don't go in that direction with like, oh, I'm gonna go give to these homeless people and I better get my blessings. It's like, yeah. I, I think I think that's a big part of it too, because you also got to look at the, the currency that you're expecting. If you think the idea of getting to to where you want to be has to be purely financial, <clears throat> and the things that you're doing don't seem to serve a way to make money, <clears throat> then ultimately you feel like you're you're not serving the right purpose. Just true. You're not serving the right purpose because you're focused on the wrong goal. If if you can look at yourself and feel like I just want to be at peace, I just want to raise my kids to fruition, I just want to uh, I just want to have a car that'll get me from A to B. <laughs> like if you yeah. just focus on something attainable and something that you are capable of, then you you could be as happy as you need to be. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be financial, but if all you're focused on is finances, then you're gonna feel like you you can't get what you want, but that's because that's not what you need. And that could be a, a, an outlook for a lot of people. They're like, oh no, I need the money in order to <clears throat> be happy. And it's like, not necessarily. Like, there are other ways to fulfill yourself, your needs, and have your needs met. Outside. Happy people, in, in all classes of life. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> it's been a dope podcast thus far. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you for doing this. This was great. I had a blast. Yes. Um, I definitely think you should start your own podcast and I'd love to be on it. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah, and we'll, we'll definitely be doing this again soon. Yeah, I appreciate this. Like, I, I, I have more things to think about now. That's that's what it's about. That's, <laughs> yes. that's what this podcast is about. You come away <laughs> and you can think about something, even if all you think is, "Yo, Remy is retarded." <laughs> that's what you think. That's what you think. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I'm in your head. I'm glad I'm on your mind. Hey, you're thinking about me, ain't it? Yeah, man. I'm, I'm just trying to be on your mind. That's the podcast purpose. You understand? That's the... <laughs> All right. So it's been dope. Um, if you want to drop your socials, uh, Goddess Behavior with a zero instead of an O on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you, and you do some things. You're an entrepreneur out here, I believe. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I'm out here. I'm about to do my rebrand of my um, skincare line, which is going to yeah. be. That's got a skincare I, line. Adioba skincare, yes. Right on. And 
about to do a rebrand and a relaunch and I'm excited about it. That's dope. Yes. That's dope, all right. So so just a skincare line, what else do you do? That that is what I do. I build that up and I, I like to you know, like I said earlier, I like to be outside in nature and hike, but I'm really focused. So her her socials, she she's she's pretty solid at taking just interesting pictures. Um, I, I like I enjoy seeing your social media photos. I, I feel like I, I like pretty much everyone. And you don't want to be that guy that likes every picture or whatever. It's <laughs> like a, another man's wife. Like I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying? I just like the pictures. I think these pictures are great. I respect the relationship, but, but in this age, just like how we was talking about, motherfuckers don't know nothing about you. They're gonna think, oh, you liked all the pictures. You a problem. You a problem. No, I appreciate the art. I, so I appreciate the art of what you do. And I, well, I feel like, you know, you. talk about that more. Your social media is uh, is solid. You deserve more followers, as many followers as you want. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. This has been The Mulatto Perspective. And uh, I hope y'all had a good time because we had a great time. Yes. We'll catch y'all next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, hit the ground running like a hat. Okay. Mad black, P365 in my NASA. Okay. Blast that. All who tried to harm me, I don't scrap Okay. Cat. I dropped two kids and I still snap back. Yeah. yeah. Had to have these girls don't think my pen yeah. Hard to sleep on me like a twin bed. Yeah. broke, now I ball like a skinhead. Yeah. You only get one <laughs> shot, that's what Slim shit. Yeah. Create it. Yeah. That's how we made it to Beyonce.